What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Wallnow, and I wanted to encourage you with the love of Jesus. This is a short clip of my book that's coming out in May. Holla! And I hope you enjoy it. And also, I hope you know how loved you are. We have a Jesus who is so phenomenal and so good, and it is impossible to live a life set apart without knowing the man Jesus. So, may you be empowered and may you be awakened to know just how awesome he is and how he is fighting for you and for me at the right hand of the Father, and we are seated with him. Plot twist. It's in the Word of God, y'all. Anyways, if you find value in this, please share it with your friends. Post it. Tag me. Let me know your name. What are you getting from this? What do you like? Go write it in the reviews on Apple. I'd love to see the reviews you write, because sometimes I'm like, I don't know who this is, but I'm so grateful to know you're listening. And the testimonies of people who are connecting and somehow finding this podcast and then connecting with other people are so crazy. So, Tune in, go catch past episodes, future episodes by subscribing. You are so loved. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. There is a love that the whole world is looking for and we have found it. We've had the honor and privilege of finding the thing we've been searching for our whole lives and it can only be found in, drumroll please, Jesus the best part about his love is that nothing in the world can separate us from him. Nothing. If we're going to believe that the word of God is true and that this is our baseline, then let's look in the word where the power in the love of God is revealed to us in Romans 8. Romans 8, 34. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword, as it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay, so first of all, let me just be that person right now. What other God or idol on this earth died, was put in the grave, and then rose from the dead to show us that he loves us and that his power is the power? Like, literally death didn't even keep our God down. It doesn't even stop there. He then chose to go to the right hand of our Father in heaven to intercede for who? For you and for me. Our King loves us so much that he's praying for us. (laughs) What? This means that no matter what comes our way, Jesus himself, yes, literally Jesus is praying for you and for me through every single circumstance. When you read about this King and find that every single person he prayed for was made whole and raised from the dead, why would we ever allow something weak, tiny, and small to take up any of our headspace when our God is the great overcomer? Let's be real, guys. I've been guilty of this myself. I have. But our God loves us so much that he's cheering us on and declaring the perfect prayers. Wait, it doesn't even stop there. He even seated us in heavenly places with him. Wait, what? Not only is our Lord and Savior sitting at the right hand of God praying for us 
after he rose from the dead, because death wasn't even strong enough to keep him in the grave, okay? <laughs> this is just mind-blowing, and this is true. This is real. My goodness. In Ephesians 2, 4 through 7, it says, But because of his great love for us, God, who was rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we are dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Okay, this is crazy. This means that not only did he choose to go to the Father's right hand, but when we gave our life to him, he and his love, his love raised us up with him in heavenly places for this hour right now. We can go to that place with Jesus today and see what he's seeing, hear what he's saying, and do what he desires us to do in he- with, with heaven, with heaven. We are not alone. You, my friend, you are not alone. We are seated even right now as I'm speaking to you with Jesus in heavenly places. What other God does this? <laughs> like, I just want to brag about him all the time. I want to roar this. I just want to go in the grocery store and be like, do you know who God is? Public service announcement, aisle 13. We're going to preach the gospel in the noodle section because he's so good. Okay. Nothing that comes our way, even death itself, can overcome us because of this great overcomer. He's our leader and has already overcome the grave. No depression, no addiction, no doubt, no fear, no slander, no gossip, no persecution, no bullying, no hate, sickness, disease, death, demonic force can keep us from the inheritance of love we have in Jesus. That's amazing. Nothing you think, say, or do can separate you from the love he has for you. Do not let the world lie to you and make you think that you're not loved. The enemy wants you to think that you're not enough and that you cannot undo what you did in the flesh. He wants you to feel shame, guilt, hatred, hurt, condemnation, self-loathing, and more. Not just towards yourself, but clearly he wants us to feel that towards our brothers and sisters. Satan does not want us to know how deeply loved we are, how deeply loved our friends and our family are. When we have a revelation of the love of Jesus, it devastates the enemy at work. The love of Jesus gives us courage to move past any fear that comes our way and do what the Father's doing. This love is raising up a remnant on the earth right now to be so courageous that we're not afraid to move forward, speak up, lose our reputations, or even our lives. Do you realize in America how important our, our reputations seem to be? Our following how many people like our post, how many people are seeing what we're doing. We measure we measure acceptance and love in a way that is not measured in the kingdom of heaven. There are underground churches in China who are literally being persecuted and beat for believing that Jesus is Lord and not giving up their faith because of it. Yet we're afraid to post about Jesus because we're afraid we won't get business and it'll take everything down and ruin it. When we realize that we're this loved, And we have eternity with God. The lens of this life changes as we live from a reality of heaven rather than earth. The love of Jesus empowers us to go and fulfill the Great Commission. It empowers us to be bold and declare the man Jesus. I'm not going to tell you that I'm not married to my husband Lance because I'm afraid if you find out who I'm married to that it will ruin my business, that you won't like me, that you won't be my friend, that people stop liking my posts. No, I'm so madly in love with my husband. If you don't like me because of who I'm married to, I don't care. I love you, I'll pray for you, I'll bless you, 
but that's not going to keep me from speaking up and shouting how much I love. But how much more should we declare the goodness of our Lord Jesus? The earth will pass away, but the love we have for him and the love he has for us will live on for eternity. Even in death, it's just the beginning. We have nothing to fear because we're in Christ Jesus. This love liberates us, demotes fear under our feet, breaks down the high places in every idol as we turn to him in our weakness, and he strengthens us. In Second Chronicles, it says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You've done a foolish thing, and from now on, you will be at war. This is when a prophet was prophesying to a king, Asa, who had followed the Lord his whole life. He followed the Lord his whole life. He kept watching the Lord deliver the enemies into his hand. I'm talking about like massive armies. And Asa was the king of a small country, very small country. And these massive armies would come after him. But the Lord, every single time, because Asa would look to the Lord, the Lord would deliver the enemy into his hands. And one time, this one time, even though he had seen the Lord be faithful over and over again, he decided to take things in his own hands instead of turning to the Lord. And he emptied his storehouses to try to save his country instead of saying, God, what are you saying and what are you doing? So in this time, it says, for God is looking, looking throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. But because Asa did a foolish thing from now on, their country would be at war for decades and generations to come. And I say this because God is just wanting our hearts. He wants all of our heart. He wants the whole thing. He wants all of it, guys. That's what he's after. And that means that when trouble comes our way, he's looking for those when trouble comes our way that we turn to him for the solution. We turn to him for the answer. We turn to him because we know that our God is good and his love endures forever and that he will fight our battles for us. There's not one battle I've overcome on earth by myself. If it was truly a battle of depression, self-hatred, gluttony, whatever it was, gossip, slander, critical spirit, judgment, whatever, cursing, whatever it was. I mean, however minute or huge the battle was, persecution from other people, the only way I overcame it was through Jesus. Jesus was my Lord in that moment. And I fought the battle and I fought the battle, but the moment I turned my heart to him, he won it. Because he already won it. But he's not going to force himself upon us. This love is so beautiful. It's not forceful. But it is so strong. And so those whose hearts are turned to him. Fully committed to him. Will be strengthened. But we cannot do the foolish thing. No matter how many times we've seen him be victorious. We cannot take this battle into our own hand. And that is love to me. That is so much love. It's amazing. Even in our weakness. When we don't turn fully and completely to him, we're at war amongst ourselves and one another. And that's just not fun. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. John thirteen thirty four. It is crucial that we understand the love Jesus has for us. If we don't receive his complete and beautiful love, then we will not know how to love others. This command strikes me. With fear and trembling. If I don't love others the way Jesus has loved me, they'll never know him. Imagine a life where each time you connected with someone in conversation or community, they knew the Father's love because of the way you loved them. 
This has changed the way I treat people, not just outwardly, but also my thoughts towards others. We were made in the image of God, and in many ways we display his beauty. If Jesus himself were to come sit down and join you for lunch or dinner, how would you respond? You would prepare. You would listen. You would serve him really well. Come on. It would be fascinating to hear what he had to say. Just to be with him. And we're each made in his image. And if we could come to the table with others in respect, honor, and awe of God inside each one of us, then we'd be living in a beautiful abundance relationally. And that's all we need is a little perspective. So let's love others the same way. I hope you know how loved you are. I hope this encourages you. I just wanted to hop on and give you a perspective to marinate in his love today, to ask him to reveal to you his love, to ask him to strengthen you where you feel really weak in his love that he would strengthen you. I love the moments where it's really important to me to respond and not react. I love the moments where God does something and I'm like, oh my goodness, four, four years ago, I would have blown up here. I would have reacted real fast. But God, I'm in the same situation and I'm filled with so much compassion and love and humility and kindness. And I know that that can only be you. And I feel like that's why Paul boasted in his weaknesses because it pointed everyone to the man Jesus, not to him. And as he traveled and preached the good news, He shared his weaknesses because he didn't want people to follow him. He wanted people to follow Jesus, but people would know that by the way he loved them. And so I boast in my weakness. I boast knowing that Jamie Lynn and her flesh would not be fun to be around. She would be filled with gossip, criticism, judgment, depression, self-focused, hurt when she was alone. (laughs) sitting around a table as a glutton, just lazy. There's, I mean, Jamie Lynn in her flesh ain't cute, y'all. Mm-mm. But because Jesus is Lord, he's led me and showed me and revealed, the great revealer has revealed the love he has that has shown me how pure and beautiful this heart is and how free and liberated I have become from these, from that way of life, that old habit, the old way of thinking. And all I had to do was turn to love itself, turn to Jesus and spend time with him. And so I want to encourage you today, spend time with the man, Jesus, that is a life set apart. And not only that, spend time in his word in my twenties. I did not value and understand the weight and magnitude of knowing his word. I didn't, I felt intimidated by it. And it was like a journey of growing up and it increasingly became more valuable. But in my thirties, that thing has to be in my heart because if I go a few days without it, I'm like, what did I read? I want to store up the word of God in my heart because that's where love is. Love is found in the word. And then not only that, I want to store up every moment I can with God on earth. I want to learn from him. He is my great teacher and I want to lead you to the great teacher. So will you accept the invitation today to go and be led by our great teacher? You are so loved. You're so valuable. And my hope is that your heart would turn completely and fully to him and that you would know what you were made to do, but that you would know you can't do it without that love empowering you. The love that gives you courage to move forward and declare and proclaim the name of Jesus in your business, at school, on the school boards, as you cast your votes, as you participate in your kids' lives, as you sow into other people's lives, that you would know that it can only be great because of how great your God is. And because you aren't afraid to receive his love, therefore you can give it.
And listen, you can't give something to somebody you haven't been given. And we've been given this love, but you can't be given this if you don't take it. So take his love in his word. Take his love in friendship. Take his love as our great mentor, teacher, provider, and friend. And watch what you get to give others because of him. You are so loved. I know I've said that already. You're so loved and I'm so grateful for you. And I hope that you're encouraged by this. And if you want to and you find value in this podcast, please share it. Share it with your friends. Go leave a written review. It really helps to leave a written review. Some of you may forget to go leave one, but it really does help the set apart family grow. And I'm honored to see how much this has grown. My heart in being set apart is that we would know Jesus and we would follow him, that this would help make disciples. So I want to hear from you. I want to know who's listening. I want to get to know you by name. Thank you for tuning in. I love him. And I can't help but pour that love out. And this is the way he showed me to do that. So in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for everyone tuning in. I bless their day. I bless their walk. I thank you, God, that you see every part of their life. And I thank you, God. We decree and declare, I decree and declare over them that your love is good and your love endures forever and that your love is coming to invade every part of their life and that where my brothers and sisters and myself are weak, you would come in and reveal where you are strong. Come strengthen us, God. Come deliver our, the enemies in our life, the enemy in our life into our hands. Help us see what you've created us to walk in with courage and power and help us love beyond anything we could possibly understand other than knowing that it's from you and you alone. Jesus, you are good. We love you and I bless my brothers and sisters this week in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a good week, guys, and I will catch you next Wednesday on Set Apart with Jamie Lynn Walnow.